listening to Vet Candy. Hi, I'm Caitlin Palmer. Thanks for joining me today. This is the Desk Winch Confessions. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Caitlin Palmer, aka the Desk Winch. A desk winch is a profession very similar to a veterinary receptionist, only better. We deal with not only fractious felines and cranky canines, oh no, we overcome their human equivalents as well, Karens and Chads. On my show, we validate vets and their support staff, as well as any of you other amazing, beautiful folks listening. Now let me introduce you to today's guest. Welcome to the show, Paola Dominguez-Lopez. She is a CVT, which is a certified veterinary technician, and she works both for the University of Florida and for the American Heartworm Society. So kind of a big deal. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Introducing NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. Every one-and-done monthly dose protects canine patients against heartworm disease, fleas, ticks, roundworms, and hookworms, all in a delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. To learn more, visit NexGuardPlusClinic.com. So you always knew you wanted to work in veterinary medicine, just maybe not specifically as a technician. Is that right? Yes. Yes, uh, definitely. I knew I wanted to work with animals, anything that had to do with animals, honestly. But as such a young age, I just didn't know anything about anything in the world. I just knew I had to be involved with animals. <laughs> right, right. You know, I always went through, I, I, my, I was a weird kid. I know that's so hard to believe, but I was, <laughs> I was a weird kid. So it was just me and my German Shepherd. So, I mean, I always knew animals were better than people in some ways, you know? Yeah, I can definitely understand that. <laughs> So what, for our listeners, what what is a vet tech? What does a vet tech do? So in simple terms, a veterinary technician is an animal nurse. I know there's there's debates on if we should be called technicians or nurses. I'm not going to get into that, but that's basically what it is. You think about a nurse, you think about a veterinary technician. It's almost the same, same thing, um, only that our patients are animals. In your regular general practice, um, day-to-day basis, your te- your technicians, your veterinary technicians, they run blood work, they do radiographs, they do dental procedures with their veterinarians, um, they assist in surgery, yeah, <laughs> they run anesthesia. So there's a lot of different departments that a technician can run in conjunction in just a, a practice or in a university setting, there's different departments and technicians are assigned to a specific one. There's cardiology, there's anesthesia techs, there's shelter medicine techs. So a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's true. We, we wear a lot of hats. You do everything. I, I know the few times I've got to kind of go in the back at our practice, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Who, what, how, how many people, how many, what? <laughs> it's just, it's a lot. Like, 
Technicians are rock stars, everybody. Be nice to your technicians. Um, so tell me about heartworms, because I know you, you work for the American Heartworm Society, like we'd said. And um, what's this I hear about a glass ceiling? So I just started um, my volunteer position for the American Heartworm Society back in October 2021 when they opened um, a position for a CVT uh, for the first time in history. I applied. I got it. I didn't believe it at first. It's definitely a dream and something that I hope inspires a lot of other veterinary technicians around the world um, that we can become more. It's awesome. It's an awesome feeling, definitely. I, I think I had told you earlier that I'd all I used to want to work for the American Heartworm Society because I do, you know, heartworms do unfortunately have a special spot in my heart. All puns intended. For our listeners, what is the American Heartworm Society? What what do they do? How do you, what like like what is that? So the American Heartworm Society is a group of people that come together. We have veterinarians, we have researchers, and they know everything and everything about heartworms. They compile, they come together, um, and they discuss what's the latest in heartworms, that being treatment, prevention, new research going on, like the symposium is going to happen this September in Louisiana, and they're going to come together a bunch of people who are just passionate about trying to eliminate this horrible disease and we just try to make it possible for owners and veterinarians and their staff to have the best information available in order to treat their patients or to prevent um, heartworm disease in in their pets. Oh absolutely it's such an awful disease and My best friend growing up was my German Shepherd. He unfortunately got heartworms and it eventually, it it killed him, you know. At this point in my life, he's been gone longer than he was here, but you don't forget your best friend. So it is a very important thing to talk about and to to educate clients about. So, So you do a lot of client education, which is just simply explaining heartworms, what they are, what they do, all that good stuff. Let's talk about these nasty little creatures. What are heartworms? Heartworms are a parasite that is transmitted by mosquitoes. It can come from either wildlife or your common household dog or any pet um, in the household that can contract this parasite. It basically invades your pet system, um, invading their hearts, their lungs, any internal organs eventually if the disease does progress and there's no intervention, um, medical intervention made. So they're called microfilaria, just tiny little worms you don't want your pets to get. What kind of pets can get them? Is it all pets? Is it just dogs and cats? So dogs, cats, ferrets at least listed in the in the American Heartworm Society that have been studied and researched. And then there's also animals in wildlife, like coyotes, sea lions, and animals that, you, you know, sometimes you don't think about having heartworms, but dogs and cats are your most common household pets that are going to get it, and same as, as ferrets. And that's why it's so important to protect them and try to prevent it as best as we can as as their owners. 
Oh, for sure. And it's a lot easier to prevent than it is to treat. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> what What do heartworms, what do they do to an animal? Like what would be some symptoms for people to look for? So some symptoms that you can definitely see in dogs are coughing. Um, they're, if they're in an advanced stage of heartworms, their abdominal area can definitely swell. Um, you can see an inappetence. They don't want to exercise or play as much. You just see that they're more lethargic. They have a harder time breathing. Those are definitely your most common symptoms that you want to, you know, just keep an eye on if you don't have your, your animals on heartworm prevention and you're starting to think about things that might be going on with your animal try to get them to a veterinarian as soon as possible if you're concerned. If you're even if your animal's still on heartworm prevention and they're showing symptoms like this, definitely get them seen by a veterinarian as soon as possible. It is better to prevent and get them diagnosed earlier even if it's not heartworms, you know, for their their health and their safety. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Introducing NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. Every one and done monthly dose protects canine patients against heartworm disease, fleas, ticks, roundworms, and hookworms, all in a delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. To learn more, visit NextGuardPlusClinic.com. With cats, it's a little bit more difficult to diagnose. They're an atypical host, so this means that they're not the normal carriers dogs are. Usually cats with the symptoms of asthma-like um, symptoms are the most typical things um, seen in a cat with heartworms. In order to diagnose this, your veterinarian is going to have to run a series of tests, those being an echocardiogram, radiographs, in order to diagnose them one properly and then go about what's going to be the next step in order to help them feel better. There's no treatment for cats at the moment. There is for dogs. So definitely keep your cats on heartworm prevention because Right now, we don't have anything out there that can, you know, hopefully clear them from this horrible disease. But yeah, and, and for our listeners, just so you know, I, I realize I'm asking a lot of questions just so you can explain, you know, with with smartness <laughs> to the listeners what what they are and what they do and everything heartworms are literally in the heart. So they're not going to, you're not going to see them in the stool like you would say yes. intestinal yes. parasites. So a lot of people, I know when they call it the clinic I work at there, they see worms in the stool, which is poop. And yeah. they think, oh no, my dog might have heartworms. And it's like, well, it might, but they're not going to be in the stool. It's that's usually more, like you said, more of a diagnostic blood work type thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, a common misconception, and I totally understand because there's worms and and heartworms, <laughs> and that's why that's why we're trying to educate as many people as as we can. So for diagnosing heartworms, it only takes 
like literally three drops of blood for an antigen test. And then if there's any signs that it might be slightly positive showing up on the test, the, your veterinarian can definitely run another test, another antigen test. And there's some series of other um, diagnostics that can be, can be done, but it's super simple, only takes three drops. That's all it takes to see if the prevention, if your animal's on prevention, if the prevention's being effective. And if it's not, then we caught it early. <laughs> right. Now, is that why I know a lot of people will ask if they're on heartworm prevention, why do I have to get a test every year? Yeah, definitely. And I understand the question because you want to make sure that that prevention, like prevention means prevent. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to happen to your pet, but the likelihood of your animal getting um, heartworms is definitely decreased by having them on, on their heartworm prevention every 30 days. Right. Absolutely. And some products, and we're not going to say product names or anything, but a lot of products will have some kind of warranty. You know, God forbid if the product fails, then that company will help assist because it's very expensive. Yeah. Any, any prevention that you get from your veterinarian's um, office if your animal does come up heartworm positive at some point, that brand will back up their, their product and they will help you with their treatment. Um, that's why it's super important that you get your heartworm prevention, any, any, honestly, any medication from a veterinarian, your family veterinarian. Right. Absolutely. So there is hope if you say adopted a stray and it tests positive for heartworms that can be treated. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the treatment involves? You just adopted a pet or just took him home. You found him stray. He tests positive for heartworms. The first step that your veterinarian is going to do is put him on a doxycycline um, for 30 days. And after 30 days, you take your animal will take a month off anything you're going to discuss with your veterinarian what's going to be the best pro product to put your animal in the meantime you want to make sure that they're on heartworm prevention if safe to do so and then comes the melarsamine injections um, there's a series of three they will get a intramuscular injection in their apaxial muscles so just in the back right behind their their ribs right before their hips they get their first injection then a month later they get second and third injection. And after nine months, currently, as stated by the American Heartworm Society, you test them nine months after to make sure that the treatment was effective. If it wasn't effective, then you will discuss with your veterinarian the best options for your, for your pet. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And you know, no two are going to be the same. You know, if you have a pet that has symptoms, like you had said about coughing or bloated out, they may put your pet on something different the time before the treatment may be longer. There's all kinds of factors that exactly. can affect it. So yeah, trust, trust your veterinarian. They went to school for a long time, so they know what they're doing. <laughs> so um, there's different types of heartworm prevention. Is, is that right? You can do pills, chewables, shots. There's pills, there's chewables, there's topicals, there's injectables. There's options to make sure that your animal's 
tried not to get um, heartworms. And it's going to be something that you are going to know best for your pet. What's going to be the best route? Does he like eating treats? Then the chewable or the pill might be the best option. Do they not, are they picky eaters or they might have a food allergy that they can't take anything with beef in it? then maybe a topical will be best fit for your animal. Or are you a busy person that are on the go and you just can't keep track of, of your monthly heartworm prevention for your dogs? Maybe an injectable. Yeah, exactly. Like there's options out there. And I feel like the veterinary industry has done a really good job in trying to provide the necessary products in order for the animals to be to be protected. So you know, not really much of an excuse not to have your, your animals on heartworm prevention. Yeah. And the cost versus, so, you know, a box of heartworm pills or a heartworm shot once a year or a box of heartworm topicals, it can feel like a lot of money up front, but the cost of treatment is so expensive because the medicine is so expensive, right? The the injections. Absolutely expensive. That's why we we try every single veterinary staff you're going to come across. They want your pet to be on prevention, not only because your animal is going to be safe and healthy, but also they know how much the treatment costs and they're trying to prevent that from happening to you and your animal. Um, they don't want to see you go through the heavy burden of trying to come up with money to t- treat them. So they're being upfront, offering you heartworm prevention so that your animal's safe and healthy and happy. And you are also happy because your animal's healthy. So definitely is something that, you know, we need to think about and outweigh things like, do I want my animal through go through that expensive and painful treatment? Or should I just go ahead and tackle it from the beginning and just get them their prevention every month or however it works with, with whatever um, route you decide to, to give your animals heartworm prevention. So yes, absolutely. Definitely super expensive. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Pet Candy Radio delivers world-class content with engaging voices and inspirational messages curated by a network of top influencers and experts. Stream 24-7 at MyPetCandy.com. And the treatment itself is, it's pretty hard on the animal too. They they can't run, they can't play. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? For So this is a yeah. pet that has heartworms that's going through treatment. Yeah. So in simple terms, once your animal is done with heartworm, um, the heartworm treatment injections, they need to be in strict cage, basically being crated. Um, activity has to be very, 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 very minimal. Only like leash walks just to go outside and potty. They can't be playing around in the house running, rough housing with their playmates. None of that. And why is that? It's because after their injections, their worms are dying because of the melarsamine. 
as these animals, as this, not animals, as these worms break down, they can cause a lot of issues that you don't want them to go through. And if they, if you can't restrict them um, appropriately, definitely contact your veterinarians. There's drugs out there to keep them nice and mellow so that they can rest up those six, eight weeks that they need to rest up and prevent anything bad happening to them. Just keep in mind that as that drug is going through their system, um, those worms are dying and breaking off and that has to exit the body. So there's a lot of things going inside your, your animal's body going at that time. And it's really important to make sure that they keep quiet and calm. I know this can be very difficult, especially for the young puppers who just want to play all the time. They don't understand what's going on. So there's definitely drugs out there that your veterinarian can prescribe to keep them nice and calm. And there's also activities that they can do inside their crate. There's puzzles, there's eyes that you can make up for them just to keep them active. But not too active, <laughs> just mentally, mentally um, stimulated, but not physically. Oh, I never thought of that. And you know, actually, I never thought of this either. So the worms have to leave, well, yeah, they leave the heart, they, they die. Where do they go? Do they just get reabsorbed? They like disintegrate. That's awesome. <laughs> I have fostered so many animals with heartworms and I can say about three of them have definitely broken my heart because they cry all night and they just want to cuddle with you. They don't understand what's going on. So it's definitely heartbreaking. We recently adopted a dog with heartworm disease. That's that's a bud word for anyone who's who's an advert listener. Um, but he came to us with heartworms and we did the treatment for him. And I have to say, even working at a vet's office, the treatment is expensive. Like that is not a, a fun little Thing, even for an employee, you know, I mean, it's, it's just the drug is so expensive, but I know when you get a new pet, you want to love them and play with them. And it's like, welcome to the house, buddy. Um, get, go lay on the couch. <laughs> like he, he was pretty compliant though. He kind of fits right in with the family. So we were pretty cool with just resting. So, but not, not all of them are like that. So like, don't, don't feel guilty if you feel like you have to, you know, quote unquote, drug your pet to keep them quiet because that beats the alternative of having a, a blood clot or any other yes. kind of complications. Yes. You don't, you don't want to head onto emergency room with your pet um, going through the post-treatment. Um, if you don't, if you're not able to, to keep them quiet, um, it's definitely traumatic. So listen to your veterinarian and make sure they're nice and rested and calm as possible. I tried, like when I fostered my my dogs and they were done with their injections, I tried not to have any guests come through the house because they would get so excited. I'm like, nope, no, we'll meet outside in a restaurant. My dog just got harm injection. I need to keep them nice and quiet. So they were always happy puppers, but they wanted to greet everyone and be happy. But I just try to, you know, not put them through the process of getting too excited about something. Right. Yeah. It's most definitely easier to just give them a a treat once a month or a shot once a year or a topical or something than have to go through all this. It sucks. Cause I, I know I'm the first one and I've worked with animals for like 13 years, but 
when I see a puppy, I'm like, oh my God, it's a puppy. And you just want it like that excitement. And it's like, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. No. So, and I know this kind of varies from state to state, but what in general would you recommend giving prevention all year long, just during the summer months, just when it's hot? Yeah. So definitely um, your climate is going to affect the mosquito population that you see in your area. We do recommend giving heartworm prevention all year long for the rest of the animal's life. You don't want to run that bad luck of, for example, being up north and that one mosquito being able to contract the the heartworms to your pet. So definitely try to keep your animal on heartworm prevention all year long. Absolutely. I know, especially here in this, the deep South, because you're in the South as well. I mean, the mosquitoes yes. are national bird. I mean, that's, they're everywhere. And it just, I mean, it's, it's like what they say when people who get pregnant, who just had sex one time, it just takes one. It just takes one. Exactly right. Yep. Oh man. Oh, there's so much to think about. Is there anything else you would like to add for our listeners about heartworms or prevention or the American Heartworm Society? Just like we have, we have talked, make sure you have your pet on heartworm prevention. Please talk to your veterinarian. They want you to ask the questions. They want you to be informed. They want the best for your pet. When a receptionist or a CSR, a technician, a veterinarian, anyone in the veterinary staff is trying to get you to buy heartworm prevention. It's not because of anything bad. It's because we want to make sure your animal is safe and healthy. We want to make sure they don't contract this horrible disease. It comes from the best of our hearts. And we're just trying to make your pet as safe as possible. We're pushy, I like to call it, because we see this on a daily basis. And just because we see it on a daily basis doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us at all. It definitely does. Every time I see a heartworm positive antigen test, every time I have to schedule a heartworm positive dog for for heartworm treatment, it just breaks my heart and everyone else in the veterinary industry because there is prevention out there. We don't want to see any animal go through it because it is hard on them. It is hard on us and it's hard on you. The, The owner is just devastating. So please listen to your veterinarian and ask the questions. Trust me, they want you to ask the questions. They want you to educate yourself. They want to make sure you're getting your information from a credible source. Uh, If you don't feel comfortable or or if you feel like you're being too much of a burden asking heartworm-related questions, head on over to the American Heartworm Society um, website. They have everything on there for veterinarians and for pet owners too. Yeah, absolutely. And look, call me. I'd be happy to talk to you about heartworms. You know, (laughs) we, we, we hate, we love all animals except mosquitoes and heartworms. Those can just, those aren't even animals. I don't want them to have anything in common with my pets. So they're not even, they're just demons, I guess. I don't know. But, But yeah, for sure. Everybody like, hey, stop what you're doing and go get your pet on some heartworm prevention. First of the month, 15th of the month, once a year shot, give them a topical on the back of their neck. Whatever you do, just do it. 
Yes. Just just like she said, just do it. Just it's do super it. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but a good one. A good peer pressure. A good peer pressure. <laughs> Only people who love their animals put on heartworm prevention. Before we close up, was there anything else you wanted to say, add? Do you have like social media handles you want us to link or add? I don't um, manage any social media for the Heartworm Society right now. I was working on TikTok, but it stopped for a second. <laughs> but be on the lookout for a Heartworm Society TikTok coming soon. I have a bunch of funny videos already like on my cell phone. I'm just waiting to to create more content and, and get the approval from the Heartworm Society. They all love the idea. It's just a matter of getting things on the road, basically. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cooking with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. You're awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy that I got to do this with you, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me and being so patient. <laughs> no, no, you're wonderful. Thank you for, for dealing with all the technical difficulties. It's okay. It all comes out in the wash. So. Well, this has been a fantastic show. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for listening. I love sharing these stories with you. If you've enjoyed the show, please hit that subscribe button. You can always find me on Vet Candy and TikTok at DeskWinch. Send me your crazy stories to thedeskwinch at gmail.com. Until next time, make it a great day. It's Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.